There's a new sparkling water beverage from the makers of Bubbly, Bubbly Burst. It's bursting with fruit flavor, no added sugar, and all smiles. Bubbly comes in a variety of six fun flavors that taste incredible. And with no added sugar and low calories, there's a lot to smile about. I don't know about you, Matt, but it's my perfect beverage for catching up on my favorite shows with. Yes, Lil Bowen. Bubbly Burst has antioxidant and immune support, keeping me feeling great all day long. You deserve that. Try new bubbly bursts. You know that I feel like it's really important to express yourself. I know that about you. You got to put your true self out there, okay? And those classic Crocs, clogs, and sandals let you do just that. Between the rainbow of colors and the gibbets charms, you can create a unique look. And I mean, literally, no one else will have shoes exactly like yours. Hey, you know, it doesn't get more comfortable than Crocs, clogs, and sandals. They're just the perfect blend of comfort and creativity. Visit crocs.com to explore the latest styles and gibbets charms. Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia and Yellow, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Statsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Gene Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Watch Hacks, streaming exclusively on Max, and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. Do you want to boost the economy like Taylor Swift? Do you want to run a business empire like Rihanna? Intuit is the financial platform that helps everyday people prosper. Intuit helps you take control of your finances through products like TurboTax, Credit Karma, QuickBooks, and MailChimp. Whether you're trying to manage your money or trying to run a business, Intuit gives you the confidence to take control of your finances so you can live your best life. Intuit has helped 100 million people live their best financial lives. Visit Intuit.com, I-N-T-U-I-T.com to start living yours. Let's get into it. You guys, this is Matt. I'm here to talk to you for a hot, quick second before we get into this very good episode. Now, you might be wondering, where's Bowen? Bowen is at the bottom of the world. He's in Australia visiting his birthland. Yes, another interesting fact about Bowen. Ugh, boring. Anyway, we just get into the... The cultural news. And by cultural news, I mean Las Cultural News. Las Culturistas, that is. We have two shows coming up in November, and they are real gags, people. On November 7th, we are part of New York Comedy Festival. We're so excited. Bowen and I are pumped to bring Culture War and I Don't Think So Honey Deathmatch to the villain stage in Brooklyn on November 7th. This is going to be two teams. One, Team Matt. Another, Team Bowen. And they're going to be going head-to-head to find out which team can deliver the best. I don't think so, honey. This is a head-to-head deathmatch tournament competition. And Bowen and I are going to be captaining two teams. We have an amazing blue ribbon panel we're going to be revealing very soon. It's going to be very good. November 7th, Culture War, New York Comedy Festival. Tickets on sale now. And then... Back to basics, bitch. On November 18th, we're going to bring in our, our third edition, can't believe it's been three times, of I Don't Think So Honey Live. 50 comedians all killing it on the stage. You in the audience getting your laugh on, getting your gig, getting someone's phone number. I think a show is a really good place to meet someone. Because like you're having a good time. You don't have to talk about shared interests. You can talk about the show. It's happening right there. I don't know. I think it might be a good idea. So come as a single person or come with a new date. But either way, come to either show or both. We have War on November 7th at New York Comedy Festival and I Don't Think So Honey Live, Brooklyn Podcast Festival on November 18th. 
Rest in peace, you have her. Ding dong, Las Culturistas calling. If it isn't you again, my greatest <laughs> rival. If it isn't my nemesis. No doubt you've been hooking around town. Yes, I've been turning all the tricks. Hmm. What about you? Who are your Johns these days? Not so much hooking as booking. Okay, she's a booker. Yes. All I do is book, 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 no matter what. So in this scenario, I'm I'm a sex worker and you're an actor? An actor who's, who's doing well. So wow, you guys, these mini audio plays are our new specialty. And you know what? With that, welcome to Las Culturistas. Like, clearly culture warriors here. I mean, you just got some right served on your little tiny plate as an appetizer. We say appetizer because the episode is just beginning. It's mm. just beginning, honey. And, oh, the main course is scrumptious today. I think scrumptious. I think I think this is a scrumptious one. And also an eligible batch. <laughs> an eligible batch? Well, let's get into the well, credits. Well, we'll find out if it's currently okay, that's, that's sure, the situation. Okay, sure, sure, sure. But, you know, at a certain point it was. You will expound. Okay, um, <laughs> that right there was a reference to our guest being um, on Elle Magazine's 40 Singles <laughs> Under 40. Um, he had a great little write-up. He had a great little profile. He was also in Rolling Stones 25, 25 Under 25. He uh, was also uh, written up on Splitsider on, uh, for their On The Verge uh, feature. And for being a Twitter... Uh, Titan Maestro Yeah Yeah Genius Genius stuff I mean like I'm just like Okay yeah Like Oh he's This is He's he's peaked It can't get better well, than this But that then, fucking but then, Is crazy of you to say Because he's literally In the no, room No he's He's in the room How dare you You didn't let me finish my thought <laughs> Go ahead finish After every tweet I see I go Oh wow That's it How is he gonna top this one? <laughs> And then And yet He does Oh my goodness This is our guest Jabuki, Jabuki Young White Wow what's Hi. up What's up, what's up? How do you feel about Bowen Stop. like constantly uh, decreeing like where your career stands? Uh, I honestly <laughs> do it every morning. Okay. It's great to see it reflected back at me. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Wake up in the morning, open your eyes and think, is today it? Yeah. Is was that my last fire tweet? <laughs> was the has the fire extinguished? There have been so many fire tweets. Oh, Jabuki's? Yes. Of course. I mean, okay, here we go because you have there's a wide sample to choose from. What would you like? How do you look like? Like when will you? This is such a basic question. Yeah, basic. But you'll draft a tweet up and you'll go. Let me let me just um ballpark this wager twenty k. Mm-hmm. Like will will you do that ever? And you can and that's such a you can say yes and have no yeah. shame about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, occasionally sometimes I'll be like, I know this is gonna get this. Yes. Response. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Good. Okay. I mean, of course, it's not like I'm like huh, I don't know. Like <laughs> yeah. at this one, I kind of know. Nice. But there's some that just like take off that I'm like I did not see that. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Are you the type of tweeter? Because right, like in the nascency of Twitter, I remember just being like in our little group of friends. But this was back in college, like 2011. When times. Twitter was like, it was like baby Twitter. It was baby Twitter and like writing jokes was this novelty. And then mm-hmm. uh, good friend, Henry Gamel, he lives in LA now. He writes for Efforts for Family. Uh, really great guy. Um, I remember him being so academic and diligent about it. He kept a notebook. Yeah. Like I think a, Billy uh, Domino had a, note, had a Twitter notebook. People too. had notebooks. And I feel like, I mean, I don't know if people still do that, but I feel like there's still this drafting culture where it's like, I'll save it to my drafts. I'll, mm. I'll, 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 I'll work on this later. See, I, I wish I, I was that. better at that. I, I don't do that. Actually. I was going to ask you that. See, mm-hmm. I think that makes sense. That reads because Jabuki's whole sort of of is like just very, 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 it's not, it's not bound by like, some like hyper intellectualism. It's very intellectual. It's very highbrow. 
but there's this like palatability to all of it, which is the best part. That's of what it. I shoot for. There you go. Mm-hmm. Ah! My tweet is spelling errors and uh, uh, my tweet. My Twitter. <laughs> See? Fucking take my a picture tweet. of that. My tweet is spelling errors and celebrities. No, sometimes I look back at my Twitter. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I look back at my Twitter and I'm like, hmm, what am I coming across as? And it is as a full idiot <laughs> but i still think i deserve more likes you do it's and being a full idiot <laughs> self-awarely is better than my sort of i'm sorry we're talking about us we're kicking this off tar- talking about ourselves um my sort of you know whole thing is that uh i'm looking back at my tweets and i'm like these are aging these aged horribly and i'm coming off as this smug pseudo intellectual little bitch and I fucking hate myself <laughs> okay, but I remember when I first moved to New York I saw one of your tweets that was like I'm actually fighting the patriarchy by making electronic music right now <laughs> and, um, that was great that stuck with me uh, I think about that tweet every wow. so often thanks Jabuki it was something like that honestly um, Henry w- my boyfriend at the time was uh-huh. like he he was nervous to meet you because he thought that your online presence was very severe. No, <laughs> and he thought that you were going to be this like serious person who could k- kill you with their gaze. No, no way. I can I and let me just and no way. You're so nice. Thank you. You do so have a much. lot of photo ops though, like some good photo ops. Yeah, for real. Growths. Oh, you're talking about like on like on Insta and stuff. Yeah, or like Facebook. Like, oh, sure, some sure, good sure. Perfects, I mean, perfects. oh, thanks, thanks. I don't know if you can tell if it's like an Instagram model like posing in her kitchen kind of thing. It's like clearly this was staged. <laughs> Um, I mean, no, I'm I'm upfront about that. But I I was gonna say um, I felt that same way about Jabuki because Jabuki and I, Jabuki came at the highest recommendation of Sam Taggart to be in this show uh, live on Broadway, and uh, he was like he was like Jabuki, like let's bring Jabuki in, and I was like great, who is he? Um, and then Sam showed me his Twitter, and I was like, I was like, this guy's too funny. I was like, this, I was like <laughs> too good for this small role. <laughs> that's of what Joe I thought. Firestone's child. <laughs> that's what I thought. I was like, yeah. I was like, I was like, he's gonna hate this. Like, this is this. Is okay, that's insane. Him. Because I was like, oh my god, these are like all the like cool gays. No. So, like, I don't know what the fuck I'm gonna do. Like, I'm just like, no, oh my dude. god. Do you know, do you know, I mean, you know, we all have our inferiority complexes. Let's just leave it at that. That's true. That's true. We're all imposters on the inside. But uh, not you, not you, baby. Real deal. Real deal. And Jabuki does this thing very well, where I feel like he will um, take take some sort of Twitter meme to like the hilt, and then like it's like okay, everyone else go home. Like he'll do. He'll do the acrostics better than anybody. He'll do. And I'm I'm just throwing a lot of praise on you. Thank you. You you must be praised. (laughs) You must be praised. And and he he does the dialogue. Like most, I want to say most dialogue tweets are like a B plus, but then Jabuki. No. Zinging it in for an A. <laughs> for an A plus. Cinema score A. A. Well. Cinema score A. Yeah. Um, so let, let's find out more about him. Okay. Um, so now we're going to ask you the question that we ask all of our guests, which is, Jabuki, yes. what is the culture that when you were developing mm-hmm. made you say, oh, oh, I feel a change in me? This change. is the culture that defined you, the culture that made you who you are today. Who I am. Okay. Uh, I'm gonna say first and foremost the I Love Thee VH1 <gasps> series. Yeah, for real. Thank you. My whole childhood. And like, that makes a lot of sense. Makes yeah, so yeah. much sense. So good because my parents were immigrants, so like mm-hmm. I didn't have cultural American touchstones like passed down to me. Yes. Mm-hmm. So it was kind of like, oh, I'm playing catch up now of like learning everything that's American, like 
in now. this condensed way. Yes, yeah, yeah it's like right? really the spark notes of like American pop. I was gonna yes. say that's yes. rule number eighty-one of culture. Best week ever is the spark. spark no, oh no, not best. I week love. Ever. The, I love the blanks on VH1. Is the spark notes the spark of, notes yes. of American culture. Pop, pop culture? Yeah. Those were great. They were so good. Eighties, nineties were both so good. And then they did. I feel like this. I feel like. This went so under the radar, but they did I Love the New Millennium, which was the, like... The, yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it came out in 2008, 2009, and it was still like we were in Yeah, it was too soon. It was too soon. They jumped the shark. Yeah, sure. you're right, you're right. They should have yeah. just kept doing I Love the 80s Part 2, Part 3, Part 4, Part 5. Yeah, because, go deeper. Yeah, like, go yeah. deeper. <laughs> because also when you look back at the like first I Love the 80s, like some of the movies that they picked were like... like I think they were definitely like... Uh, iconic of that year but like there was many other things yeah. like yeah. some like i remember um like they they did like a big thing on heathers mm-hmm. and i don't think maybe i'm wrong but i don't think heathers was a huge movie at the time i think it became a cult film like After in the Heather. years following mm-hmm. yeah. and so like but they spent a long time on that movie mm-hmm. so that's like a very kind of retrospective thing to feature but like I, what is interesting to me was hearing about the things and the trends that were popular literally at that time right yes that's yeah. what I, I want the window I don't need the retrospective like Rubik's Cubes like yeah okay I get that uh-huh. yeah, yeah, like, yeah 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 yeah. They, the they're still shit. around like we yeah, don't care yeah, yeah. yeah oh man that's what it is and it and they could benefit they could have done this thing where they like devoted a whole 20 minutes to one thing instead of like the five or the 10. Do you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah, they, I mean, they could have definitely like, expanded it I love way. the 80s just TV, which I know sounds like whatever basic, but like that, I mean, that would, that would I would watch that. Yeah. Also, anyway. I will say it got me to have quite a crush on Hal Sparks. Remember oh. Hal Sparks? Hal Sparks was the was cutest like, one. Yeah, but I Michael, don't know. Michael Ian Black was like the babe of the I don't like you, Michael what? Ian Black Come sexually. On. I, oh, I, was, I don't think of him like that. So cute, so cute. Hal Sparks, I was in love. No, yeah. really? Yeah. With with MIB? Yeah, 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 yeah. He's just so like snarky, so dry. Yes, I was like, so I aspire funny. to be that, right? You know? I guess I don't really respond to dry. I respond to like doing a little too much. <laughs> Hal never really did that. Hal, he did too much all the time. Hal, Hal would get loud. That's all. Yeah, he did. I know. <laughs> and you responded to that. I loved so it. Dreamy. I loved him yapping like a little dog. <laughs> um, but then I found out I, I, he was very confusing because that guy was also on the and show Queer as Folk, Folk playing mm. like a very gay man. Yeah. But he was he himself was straight. Yeah. And so that was confusing for me as like a young person wrestling with their own sexual identity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure, sure, sure. I was like, are the all the cute guys straight? But then we come to find out that's not true. That they're no, they're that there are straight. cute gay guys. Oh, Later sure. on in life, we found that out. Mm, but mm-hmm. you you also confronted this reality that is still relevant today where the straights are taking our roles. So, mm. I don't know. Can you believe it was called <laughs> Queer As Folk and there was like literally like... <laughs> the women were gay. Were no, they? Like two of the women were gay. I think almost everyone on Queer As Wait, Folk... Did all... you ever... Yeah, I, I never Holy watched. I never shit. watched it. I think at least half of the guys on. You ever watch Queer as Folk? I'd seen like some episodes when I was really young. Then mm-hmm. you get it. Yeah, you get it. But okay. I, fe- I feel like I'm gonna separate off me and Jabuki from you, like <laughs> just like window wise. Like we missed that boat. We missed that. You know what yeah. I'm saying? 
How much younger do you think you are than me, bitch? Eighteen months. <laughs> <laughs> so, like in the in that eighteen month window, like there was a generational gap. Absolutely. And I'm sure. like the one 100%. that was. Okay, yeah, there you 100%. go. Percent. That's when they stopped airing reruns on Logo. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Wait, did you grow up with cable though? Yeah. Okay. Well, okay. There was a period of time it. that I didn't. Sure. But then when I got it, I was like ravenous, yes. like getting yeah. as much as I possibly could. Yeah. It, it, the floodgates opened. I didn't get cable until um junior year of high school. Wow. Yeah, and like deprived the whole time, and that's and like in that sort of desert phase, like I fucking loved going to hotels because it mm-hmm. meant that they had VH1 and mm-hmm. MTV, and I could watch that shit. And like, yes, like it was that that was my way of like picking up all this stuff. Yeah, and it is it is a real thing. It's an immigrant experience thing yeah. that some people will never. Oh my understand. god, they're both yeah. crying a lot. So they both began to cry. They both. They both cried. I uh, yeah no I I no I totally get that and that is yeah. that is such a good answer. I'm no, just very yeah. emphatically like that's so cool. so. Speaking of a gay cultural touchstone, which mm-hmm. is returning, I think mm-hmm. what uh, next week Dynasty. No, bitch. What? Will and Grace. Oh. Did you watch a lot of Will and Grace? <laughs> um, I occasionally did because in the period of time that I didn't have cable, I would just watch all those like multicam sitcoms. Right, like, right, yeah. right. Because right, they're right. always on. Yes. But I never got any of it. Like see, it was just so far away from me. Yeah, it, I can definitely see. It. See, that was like all that was on like in my household was like, wow, 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 another episode of Seinfeld and like <laughs> Friends and like Will and Grace. And now it's funny because you think back on those shows. That absolutely could never happen again. Like, no. like with these like Mm-mm. all white casts, like it would be crazy. It it's insane. Like it, friends, they literally all look the same. Yeah, <laughs> those guys literally all look the same. We're the same person. But yep. and yet, Will and Grace is back. And I know that they get oh. the. I know they get like a pass because it's like gay. So what's your thesis here? What What are you trying to say? I don't know. I'm trying <laughs> to say I and I have had this theory that big media is trying to like push us a little bit. F- Back. Okay. <gasps> you know what? Let's speak on it. I, sp- I speak on this. Because I feel the same. Like, when I saw Jennifer Lawrence and Chris Pratt, like, really rising the ranks in Hollywood, I was like, this feels a little too cornbread. Yep. Like, sure. Raised in corn. Yes. Like, yep. it was, like, very much, Familiar. like, middle America, we know what you want. Yes. Like, <sighs> yeah. yeah. And it was kind of just, like, serving that to them. I think that as we've seen recently with some recent castings, I think like this is all very true. It's very true. Um, I th- I feel that, however, there's an interesting rub because you have someone like Jennifer Lawrence, who's like this middle American princess mm-hmm. and like star of like oh all these like beloved movies or whatever. However, like the project she chooses is is like mother. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> it's like this like person who's obviously like pretty progressive I think like uh-huh. takes fucking nudes like wants to be in mother yeah. like all these things like however she's been like cast as like America's sweetheart who's like that chick at the football game who like can hang <laughs> with the guys and it's like I have a feeling that's not her yeah. Yeah. what is that gap though between like like an outwardly projected person persona personality maybe that's just well it. we're never gonna know who any of them really are ever yeah. ever ever yeah. and so we have to accept the fact that like when you see so and so on an interview you're literally seeing them for three minutes and they do live a full life outside of that right so it's like we're never gonna ever know them i feel like i you know who i know so so deeply who do you know i just i feel like i know this person who bitch um 
I honestly don't have an answer. <laughs> it's like there has to be some, I thought, there has to be an exception to that though. Uh, Kelly Clarkson. Kelly Clarkson. Okay, she is back with a vengeance. Yes, there bitch. You go. Loving, heck, loving the yes. sound. I'm very happy that you said that. Feed this open. So mom. basically, I it. feel like because I was 11 years old. <laughs> yeah. Like when I was watching her, 12 and 12 years old. I mean, like, speaking and, of corn fed. Oh Kelly, yeah, I mean, right, truly a George going. W. Bush era girl next door. But that's she embraces white. it. That's why yeah, I love yeah, you know yeah. exactly. She doesn't make any apologies. However, she. Is a Democrat and did support Hillary. Although no, but remember when she voted for wrong? For she Ron did Paul. not vote for Ron Paul. Well, she like she said for him. She said he would be my guy at one point, and then she got red to fill. And we're still gonna let her. You're you're still gonna let her slide on that. Like that's crazy. Uh, th- she could have said a lot worse Ron people than Ron Paul. Paul. She could have said a lot worse people than Ron Paul. What year was that? This was the 2012 election. Oh, come on. Ah! <laughs> no, no, no. I, I, I think it was actually 2008. It was during the primaries of the 2008 election. I don't think it was 2008 because... I remember this so clearly. Okay, if you're going to go from George Bush to Ron Paul, I don't trust you. Ah! No, no, no. I do not. Well, I don't know that she voted for George W. Bush. But she was like a Bush era but girl. She was that, yeah, but what but I mean by that is like... like we're coming off of that and you're like, yeah. we need Ron Paul. Ah! Yeah. Like, no, 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 no. That's what throws me. No. Yes. See, the thing is, I think... The reason I feel like I know her and I feel like if I ever saw her, I would just start talking to her like normal is because, well, I don't know if that's true, but you laugh. Our producer Joe's laughing. He knows that it's not true. He knows I would start crying and thanking her for what we don't know. Um, well, I do know. Um, but I think that because she literally, I watched her become famous and I knew who she was before yeah, you- and have literally Googled her most days of my life yeah. to find out like, what's she doing? Like, uh, I feel like pretty close to her. Is there a celebrity that you feel like you know, um, even if it's like ridiculous to think so? This is probably the most ridiculous answer. Here we go. But Kanye. Cool. Yeah. Great. I feel like I know Kanye. But that The thing about Kanye is you could make the argument that he is unknowable. Yeah. Would you say that? a total cloud at this point. Right. You don't know where he's at at Simply all. a cloud. Completely disarrayed or arrayed, like just spread out in every, like, like I'm someone who's just like so conflicted because have loved him since day one, mm-hmm. but now it's just like how do I reconcile that with like who he is now? Right, and... it's so hard. I'm like a closet Kanye apologist at this point. That's fine. Yeah, no, it's hard to even yeah. speak out about. No, it. you can't. You yeah. really can't. I feel like you. I he's he's not like he's not like the most reprehensible person in the world. That's true. And he's he not is the worst. Right. And he has been subjected to like this. This thing, especially with fucking Taylor, where it's like Ugh. scary, like angry, scary black dude versus like you know pretty white girl. It's like that has been projected onto him, kind of. Yeah. Unfair. So it's I weird. Don't know. I don't think that anyone has changed the fabric of the American zeitgeist as much as Kanye has That's in the fair. 21st century. That's like, fair. It really is. You think he's changed it more than someone like Kim Beyonce has? Oh yeah. Ooh. Mm. I will say this is my argument. Kanye mm-hmm. made people wear shutter shades. Like <laughs> You're so we right. were literally half blind. <laughs> that was around. so even back then, 2007, 2008, during yeah, during when Stronger came out, I was just like this is stupid. I was like this is bad. <laughs> that yeah. was the tour. Oh yeah, that was that tour because I remember that was when we all first came to college. Yeah. We did. We and they did. saw St. Mark's and- Everything I, on St. Mark's had those shutters. Yes, shades. and I would look. I was trying to make friends with all the other new freshmen, and so I would look back into their profile. And the summer before, everyone I've, that went to NYU had gone to the Kanye West concert, and we were in those shades. And I was like, I literally thought to myself, God damn it, I missed that concert because 
those shades look really fun to wear. <laughs> I don't really care for Stronger. I think Stronger is like a C plus of a song. But I would have loved to wear those fucking shades. In and of itself, the shades were like an, an amazing, brilliant merch moment. Like, amazing. Genius, genius, genius. genius. Like, I, I, I am inclined to agree with you. Because Beyonce has changed the zeitgeist in a way that is very, like, deliberate and calculated. I'm not saying that pejoratively, but Kanye, it's like, you're really, like, it's not even like a, a Justin Bieber type where it's like, oh, he's a mess. It's like, with Kanye, it's like you're transfixed, like, what is going to happen next? Yeah. I, th- hmm. I, I think that's I fair. mean, every time Kanye does something new fashion-wise, it's in H&M, like, three yeah. months later. Is that so? Yeah. I, I guess I'm not, I guess, like, I'm not that fucking, like, you know, like, the like last year before Pablo, like, just nude right. shit, like, and then everyone was wearing nude. Yeah, I guess they were. Yeah. yeah. Like, no, that's that's fair. That's a fair it's assessment. Well. I will say, though, music industry, I would say probably Beyonce has changed more. Maybe. Yeah. Just well, from the digital drop, that, like, yeah. revolutionized. Before and after yeah. the digital drop. It's a game. Yeah. It's, it's a two different people. Yep. Uh, like, it's so funny to think about the Beyonce that was singing, like, single ladies. Mm-hmm. And to now think about. And even then, even that, was, that, was, that, like, that was a different person. Yeah. From yeah. fucking. I listened to Bills, 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 like, uh, on repeat recently. <laughs> the way she's singing. At first we started out real cool. And I was just like, she sounds like a fucking dying bird. (laughs) And now she's like, oh no! Like she's screaming. Or there there were the years where she screamed and now she's like, like giving you like female Kendrick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I was trying to do an impression of her singing Ghost and it sounded like this. You know, I recognized it. Yeah, yeah. But I meant like that. <laughs> I, I knew it. You know, you knew <laughs> what I was alluding to. Not about to stay alive. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah, that, yeah not about to stay alive. Yeah. Um, I, I will never forget when she put that album out. I started listening to it literally at twelve oh two a.m. We, we texted each other. Yeah. You said I remember the words. You said this is a sick dream. Yeah. And I go. Yeah. I was like, I can't believe this is happening. It probably. I feel like it's probably not happening. There must be a mistake. But then, it happened. I got home from this Christmas party. It was December. I got home from this office Christmas party. I was wasted. Went back to my shitty apartment and it opened up my computer. No, it was on Instagram. And then mm-hmm. she like dropped it on it. Like she like she like marketed it on she Instagram. She was like, go to iTunes, bitch. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> right now. Go, 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 yeah. go. Overdraft your account. Yeah. Overdraft. I, I probably did at the time. And <laughs> yeah. God, don't regret it for a single second. Like, God, yeah. No, Beyonce. But also Kanye, just socially, it's like you will have discussions about what he says, why he's saying it, who he's fighting with, et cetera, yeah. et cetera. Like right I now, will we can... say, though, Beyonce really low-key did put feminism into everyone's mouth. Sure. Yes. Sure. Yeah, like high-key. And high, yeah, high-key did that and brilliantly, like, would use other people's words. Like, Chimamanda, like, she's like, let me just cut this Chimamanda TED Talk. Because so smart. someone else, it, it, it'll just be someone else's words that I'm, like, elevating. And, like, of course you do that. Like, that's brilliant. And literally, like, not for nothing, I know Chimamanda Adichie has, like, her perspective on Beyonce, but people know who the fuck Chimamanda Adichie is Because now. of Beyonce. Because of Beyonce. Also, I think some, something that gets kind of, like, forgotten is I think sometimes the way you measure an artist's impact is you think about who comes after them. Beyonce, when she became what she became, I think around Crazy in Love is when it really started happening. Like the way they packaged Rihanna in the beginning was Beyonce light. What they tried to do with Ashanti was Beyonce light. (laughs) Amiri? Do you remember one thing? She Amiri owes Amiri an apology because we 
need more a Mary. Yes. Rule number <laughs> eighty-four of culture: a Mary. It's this one thing, bitch. That got me one thing. Got me tripping. Got me tripping. That was in the was it uh, his Hitch? It was in the Hitch soundtrack. <laughs> of course, it was. Remember Hitch? What is she, what is she saying with uh, like during the beginning? Was she, oh, no, try no, no, to let it go. no, 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 not that part. Where, where she's like, to keep my eyes stop, stop. She goes. <laughs> Like yes. that part. What is she no, saying? No, 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 no. <laughs> what What is she saying? I, I think know. it's literally na 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 na. Oh, yeah. It was a lot you of that. What? God bless. And even that is like very Beyonce. What happened to yes. her? You know what I mean? Very. There, there were so many fucking copycats, and that's how you measure something that's like really hitting culture. For example, Desperate Housewives becomes the iconic thing it was, and then the Real Housewives, Real Housewives happened, happened, and they're all of a sudden like these network dramas with like all female casts and you know things like that lost how many copycats did that Mm. um, cause and you know you see with Beyonce like not only the impact she's had on like black women but also women in general like in the music industry just like the way that they packaged pop stars was different and continues to be different now because she's changed it again now you have people coming changing the way they release music because it has to be at least a little different than the, hi, my album's coming out in three months. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I will be on the Today Show. God, yeah. remember Like, that, you know what I mean? That. Yeah, of course. I will even say now, like, Beyonce now, like, has, like, been a, her success as a proven quantity has been able to, like, has enabled people, like, uh, I don't know if this is a good example, like, SZA. Like, have you listened to SZA's album? No. She's great. So good. So good. So good. I feel like I'm, it's, it's maybe like, I, maybe that's not a fair do, uh, line to connect those two dots, but it's like, oh, but it's like that that sort of allows these other people to like be successful. In too. terms of people yeah. being on that level, I think everyone on Beyonce's level said to themselves, oh, now it's different. Uh, <laughs> like now I have to do it different. I would and say I have to figure didn't it do out. that, Frank Ocean wouldn't be able to be as reclusive there you as go. he is right now. Like, just dropping something digitally or like teasing like a music video or right doing, doing no press yeah no press just like here's something yep. like it really created that whole like yeah excitement around that. now Damn. it's like if you saw frank ocean or like beyonce on like saturday night live you'd be like what are they doing why there? are they doing yeah. that? Aren't, <laughs> aren't they better than this yeah. like when kanye <laughs> did snl last year i was like isn't he bigger than this yeah, yeah. <laughs> and and this isn't to say that like Beyonce like invented this whole thing. It's like no, like there were like the Erica Badu's and oh my god, I saw her live last weekend. Ooh. Um, good. She's, she's amazing. She's like incredible, and her voice is like you think like you think I'm gonna do a really bad Erica impression. You think Erica's voice is like see you next time, like you think it's that. It's like that soft dulcet thing, but it's like she can belt her fucking wow. face off. I didn't realize she like hit this note like. It was beautiful, and it was, I'm just gonna try it. She, she was like, oh God. Ah! and it was just. <laughs> well, you tried it. I tried it. I immediately stopped, stepped off of it. It's it rule time. number. It's rule number five of culture. Try, try it. it. Try it. Try it. Number five. Yeah, that's five. Number five. That's it's five. up there it's because up it's there. important. It's in, and it's general. Yeah. Um, no, but I'm saying like, like, like you had those people like. You had those artists. Here's the deal. Beyonce didn't invent anything. No. Ooh. She didn't. I mean, I think, upset. I think no, she, I upset. think she, revo- <laughs> she revolutionized and modernized a lot. But if you look at old Tina Turner, mm. you know what I mean? The whole like formational dancing, like uh-huh, three uh-huh. chicks on stage, like ripping it in terms of dancing and vocals, like mm-hmm. that's cr- uh, that's repackaged fair. and repurposed by Beyonce yeah. and it's given to us and thank God it is, but it wasn't 
a, a, a creation of Beyonce, and I don't know if it was a creation of Tina Turner's, but these things are nothing is new. They're under reincarnated. The sun. Yes. I think you know. Beyonce invented having twins, though. I think she <laughs> I was think the absolutely. first person to do that. And it wasn't even I her twins. So. It was the lay twins French dancers that she had on her Mrs. Carter Show World Tour. Huh? It was the, those two, like, gorgeous. That was such a deep cut. <laughs> sorry. Remember those, remember those, like, gorgeous, like, oh, lay French, twins. French twins that, like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, B boys or whatever. And they, like, were, like, spinning and twirling. And they've been on all her tours. been on all her tours. But yeah. Wow. They were at the formation. But tour. She did invent. She did invent having twins. Mm-hmm. You're right. You're I think right. so. And I think she invented um, cutting. Just doing a pixie cut, doing a little, a little. Remember, remember that little cut. Yeah. Sorry. So you don't think Rosemary's Baby Mia Farrow? You don't think that no. revolutionized no, the haircut? Not at all. Even though it happened 40 <laughs> years before. She didn't take a mirror selfie. Mia Farrow didn't take a mirror selfie <laughs> and destroy the internet for a day. Remember when that was like the big Beyonce? And he was like, she cut her hair, <laughs> and now it's like she might have had an in vitro pregnancy or whatever. <laughs> Wait, here's the thing. People still fucking coming up to me saying Beyonce didn't have her kids. That's wild. Okay. Why does it even matter? Doesn't a? matter. It yeah. doesn't matter. Like <laughs> I think it matters to people because she pretended that I'm, she ha- that she was having them if it's true, which I don't think it's true. For the twins, I feel like maybe she wanted specifically twins and like had it done in vitro and then had had some sort of insertion. Whatever. That's not mm. the right term. Insertion. Um, so Michelle they say that, that she hasn't had any of her kids. None of them she I actually gave. Some people to. say, I don't, I think the twins, people think she really had them. But when she was pregnant with Blue, there was like an interview she did where she sat down and it appeared that her belly indented. And then people were all really going crazy about Have you seen how, this video? No. It's pretty funny. Like, it. It's funny. It <laughs> looks, on a I mean, base it, level, it's yeah. funny. It looks like what people say it looks like. Uh, it looks like her belly pops in. One of my favorite videos like that is the one of Justin Bieber blinking his reptilian eyelids. Have you seen uh, that one? No. no. People are like, he's in the Illuminati. Because no. like, the, the grain is like so poor on the camera <laughs> that it looks like he's like blinking a second eyelid like underneath his eyes. It's oh, great. Oh, my God. Yeah, I love those conspiracies. Yeah, so funny. Things. They're but so good. Here's a question. If there is an Illuminati, who sits at the table? Who sits at the table? Um, Honestly, I don't think that it's really any celebrities. I think it's bankers. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> realistically. It's definitely not Beyonce. Yeah, or it's, it's like VC people. It's like people who are like rich enough to like buy buy immortality. It's those people. Yeah. Yeah. Like Rockefellers. Like Rockefellers. That That's this new thing with like rich pe- with these with these rich men is that they want to. What? Is that a thing? I mean, that's, that's old dude, whole... when he died, he had like six heart transplants or something. You're talking about, <gasps> talking about Rockefeller? Yeah, one of oh. the one of the ones who like died recently had had like an absurd oh, amount my... of organ transplants. That's, I mean, that's the thing. It's like, oh. it's like once you're that rich, like you have everything, mm-hmm. and like you feel like godly at that point, and you're all the thing you care about most at that point isn't like necessarily your business or whatever, any of that stuff. It's just mm-hmm. how do I keep how do I stay here for as long as possible so yeah. I, can, I can experience this for as long as I want to? Mm. Which is like... That's scary. Yeah. I don't know. I don't and know. you know <laughs> what's the scariest part is the fact that that is in all of us. Yes. That's why we wake Absolutely. up and like work. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like... Oh, man. When it comes to travel, we all have that happy place. Whether it's the beach, ski slopes, couples getaway, or even a visit to that best friend you haven't seen in way too long, Matt. And Priceline wants to get you there for a happy price so you never have to miss a trip. 
Now, we all know we love to vacation together. We have various happy places. We love to go to Orlando, Florida. We love to go to Las Vegas, Nevada. We love to go to a beach anywhere. We love to go to Europe. But when we have truly traveled the world globally and domestically. My happy place is with my sister and any of those locations he just listed. And now, thanks to Priceline's VIP family feature, you can go to your happy place more often while earning deals up to five times faster with a group. When one person from the squad travels, everyone gets more deals and you can even choose your own crew. It doesn't have to be your actual family. It could be your neighbor, your roommate, your mailman, anyone. The more you travel, the more you save. For me, I'm choosing Matt Rogers. I'm choosing producer Becca. Yes. We're all going together, the Lost Coach family. So download the Priceline app today to save up to 60% off select hotels and go to your happy place with Priceline. There's a new sparkling water beverage from the makers of Bubbly, Bubbly Burst. Refreshing bubbles, colorful bottles, and playful smiles galore. Bubbly comes in a variety of six fun flavors that taste incredible, and with no added sugar and low calories, there's a lot to smile about. Each sip adds a burst of fun to your day. I don't know about you, Matt, but it's my perfect beverage for catching up on all my favorite shows with. Yes, baby girl. And the resealable bottles makes them easy to take them on the go. Bubbly Burst has antioxidant and immune support, too, keeping us feeling great all day long. Hey, try new Bubbly Burst. You know, but one of the toughest things about decorating my apartment has been getting things framed. Finding a place that will custom frame all my beautiful art pieces that I have without breaking the bank has been close to impossible. But then I found Framebridge. I found Framebridge too. Framebridge makes it easy to get anything framed at an affordable price. Easily order online at framebridge.com or visit a Framebridge retail store. Upload a digital photo for them to print and mail your item using their free, secure, prepaid packaging. Or visit one of their 20-plus retail stores. Framebridge custom frames your piece in their studio using the highest quality materials and ships it to your door in days for free. I love going into the brick-and-mortar locations. I've got one here in Brooklyn, and they're so sweet. They can give you inspiration for where you want to get framed. I went in and I was like, I'm going to get my Chromatica ball bracelet framed. And they helped me. Oh my God, I'm so excited. I have so many memories I need framed and put upon the wall. And uh, they have a curated selection of frame styles with design experts right on hand who make it fun to choose the perfect frame for you. See why Framebridge has been trusted to frame over 2 million pieces. Visit framebridge.com or a local Framebridge store to get started and custom frame just about anything. That's framebridge.com. Snag a job is where America goes to hire with the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring. With access to over 6 million active hourly workers, Snag a Job is the all-in-one solution for hiring high-quality employees who can cover all your needs. On demand, tempt to hire part-time or full-time. You name the position. Warehouse worker, retail associate, grocery store clerk, fitness trainer, baker, stylist, bellhop, podcast producer. Yeah, Snag a Job's got a worker for that. With our easy-to-use platform, you're able to seamlessly post and fill available positions quickly with a dedicated customer support team to provide all the help you need along the way. Kind of nice knowing you have a talent pool like that in your own backyard, right? Snagajob is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly. So visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire. That's the sound I make when something's kooky. (laughs) Okay, (laughs) let's go. What is it? There you go. It's a little bit of a kooky kooky singer. 
No. Okay, I think uh, not at all. I think I think there's some untapped potential. That's because you haven't had lessons. <laughs> I haven't. I kind of want such, to. You have such a nice, Tone rich, timber. deep voice. Thank you. Do, I, do people say that to you? Because you really do. You sound real smooth on the mic. Really? Uh, yeah, right now? Here we go. Okay. Ah! All right. <laughs> you sound good. Bit. So you <laughs> love music. Yeah, I love music. I'm definitely a music head. Are you a Childish Gambino head. fan? Okay. Oh, um, shit. Yes. But it didn't happen until later, and it's only casual. That's fair. Because I was compared to Donald Glover so Damn. much growing because, up yeah, that I was yeah, like, I I'm you. not like him. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, yeah. I was kind of like, no. I don't. Why would I people make? I mean, I mean, like, ba- yeah. other than like the basic, because that's it. That's all it is. It's yeah. like, well, you're. That's why it's annoying. I bet you're queer. Um, you have a different you know, whatever. Is Donald Glover queer? I'm saying Jabuki's queer and Donald yeah. isn't. Oh. But it was just like, oh, <laughs> you're like black, but you're not like a Martin Lawrence type, uh, and you're funny. Smart, you know funny. Donald smart. Glover? Yeah, 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 yeah. It was literally that, which is insulting to like other whatever. Anyway, um, that's. I mean. I will say I'm the reverse of my childish Gambino fandom because I liked him back in college when he was like our little secret. Me too. I, I'm a, really? Well, the thing is, like, we I was in the sketch group that he and his uh, like contemporaries like started, uh-huh. and so he was in the same program as me too at NYU, and we knew him from looking up to him because he was this like, you know, up and coming. Like the legend was, and this is true, that while he was still in school, he got hired as a writer on Thirty Rock, mm-hmm. and no one could fucking believe that he was this like UCB like kind of ingenue. Yep. Like he like really took off in a way that was like he was young and, and there, he was cool. And there yeah. was a legend, um, and a writer and an actor. Yeah. And there was a legend like for the for the 2007 season of SNL, or no, for the 2008 season of SNL when like uh, Tina Fey went on for Sarah Palin, like he was like. Contender front runner for the Ob- for like an Obama. He was. Wow. He had auditioned yeah. and it didn't happen. It's, but like even back in the day, it's like, oh, Donald Glover is this guy who's gonna blow up, and then he did. Well, it just That's the thing yeah. is, he did blow up in in respective to like us. You know of what course, I mean? Like yeah. watching him as like people that were younger. But it's crazy, and I mean crazy, to see where it's gotten now. Yeah. Like, he won two fucking Emmys, like, history-making Next Emmys. Level. Like, yeah. seeing him at the Golden Globes, seeing him at the same award show as, like, fucking Rachel yeah, yeah, Bloom, yeah. who also we know, and yeah. it's just, like, to see them both. We know I, a lot of people. I, I, no, 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 it's just, it, I'm not saying it like <laughs> no, that. I'm just saying it's fucking crazy, because those people that, like, you were told were special and thought were special, like, really were on this huge scale and that's yeah. like surreal yeah. and so that's why I asked you about him because yeah. he's like such a thing right now what were you gonna, were you gonna say I was gonna say I wanna make the distinction Distinction. I love Donald Glover but Childish Gambino I was always that's fair him to get into. that's I fair I totally hear that yeah. I will say something kind of obnoxious now I feel like that sentiment that you just expressed Matt of like these people who were, were told are special really did end up being that way I feel like I, I kind of I feel that way now with like this like this this community and that sounds yeah. so cloying but like I, 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 no, I believe I, that I do too like I feel I like for sure the Jabukis of the world the you know the little the little Joe Firestones of the world she was she was on last week like you know like that's all good. I mean, that's already. I, I just out. genuinely feel like it's it's such a it's so cool because you look up there and you're like, fuck! If it can happen to them, like it truly can happen to to us and to anybody. Yeah. And not because I feel like they're the same as us. They're not more talented than no, us. No, no. But I just feel like you see it realized in a way, mm-hmm. and it's so crazy to see not only Rachel and Donald 
will go up there and win Emmys. It's not just that. They created their own shit mm-hmm. and are a in it in every way. Yeah, they're yeah. starring in it. They're writing it. They're their vision, fucking like, yeah. like directing it, it's show the running it of their mind. Yeah. Basically, and yeah. that is what they're these auteurs. Yeah, yeah. it's like, it's crazy. Yeah, and you know, hearing that he was a musician was like extra. Mm. Yeah, like I was just reading an article today that was like talking about, but I guess because the Emmys are over now, they're thinking about what the next award show is, and it's like they're going to be the Grammys, mm-hmm. and it's like. Childish Gambino, but you the should. The are next. Well, they're like in February. Oh, sure, okay. I guess the Oscars aren't until March. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, um, I, I don't know. For some reason, I guess because the the submission deadline is happening for oh. the year that you can be eligible for the Grammys because it, it ends on it. September thirtieth. Right, right, right. Mm-hmm. That's how the Grammy famously, year works. Famously. Um, they were talking about like what is going to be within that period and what we should look for. And it was like, Childish Gambino, Childish Gambino. I'm like, if this guy goes up there and wins six Grammys now, like, that's crazy. Yeah, he's nuts. so absurdly talented. It's, it's bizarre. Like hard to wrap your mind around, and, truly. Yeah, and I just started watching. I just caught up on Atlanta, and I'm like, God, it's, I'm going to say it's frustratingly good. Yeah. It's like, mm-hmm. damn it. Like, I wish I, it's, because it's good enough at this, and accessible enough at, at, this, at this level where you're like, oh, like, why didn't I come up with that? Yeah, mm-hmm. it's like this whole his whole episode on like in this on this you know uh, public access talk show. So good, like like that's so simple and straightforward enough. And he has like commercial parodies. It's like that was a whole episode. It was a whole episode, and it's like I it's like I could have thought of that. Yeah, and like and this is a very solipsistic thing, but it's like you know, but you know what I'm saying? It's like it's yeah. that kind of goodness that it's like, but wait, like that's so simple and like yeah. that's you know it's 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 mm-hmm. wild. It's that perfect medium yeah. of like truly a vision, but also something that everyone can enjoy. Right. Yeah. I have to get into that. Because I was intimidated by Atlanta because I was like, it's going to be Donald's thing. It's going to be so, so intellectually hefty and, like, great. And I don't know. I need to be in the right mood for that. But, no, it's like the pilot's almost perfect, basically perfect. Well, you forget that he's also just fucking He's a funny. writer. And yeah. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, some of those old Derek Comedy sketches. Do you know Derek Comedy? Like, the old sketch group that he was in. So... Just go back. Like some of the sketches are a little problematic now. <laughs> like their first big, literally their first huge sketch was called "Bro Rape." Yeah. Oh yeah. Like, yeah, like, yeah. but it was a huge sketch, and it was just like, but at the end of the day, like, no, that's their like, not saying that's their humor now, and I'm certain they're not proud it's of like not... that and like blowjob girl featuring a then unknown Ellie Kemper. Ellie Kemper. <laughs> Um, and also this other sketch, which is called Spelling, Spelling Bee, Bee, but it but it, Spelling Bee is Spelling legit Bee holds funny. up, and it's not. It's oh wait, no, I remember that one. Yes, yeah, 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 yes, yeah. yes, yes, yes. Okay, <laughs> so funny, yeah. and like and like it's fine. It's it's problematic, but it's fine because it's because it's Donald, and he's you so good it's in of it. the time. It's of the time. It's I don't the know time. if they're proud of that shit now. But you oh, also... I watch it. I'd watch it and laugh my ass. <laughs> yeah, I know. Me too. That and, one. And, yeah. and, and he says the word faggot, and I'm like, no, this is hilarious. Yeah, it's yeah. great. Um, but but what I'm saying is like deep within him, there is that person that's just like a stupid comic, which is and, great, and th- I love it. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, no, yeah, right, right. Knowing right. that he has to come back down to that at some point. You know? totally. I mean, we all ha- we almost return to our base. Yeah, there you go, <laughs> Jabuki. Okay, you don't have to talk about what the pilot actually is, but you just finished. So like, you're like, is that like your like? What's your like? Blue sky, like, and just answer this. Yeah, like, what do you want to be doing? Answer Ooh. this, like, as openly as you want, and, like, who cares about ego or anything? I don't know what I'm For saying. sure. Yeah. Okay, go for it. Well, um, I want to be president of the United States. There you uh, go. You know what? what? It's possible. <laughs> Chica- Chicago Chicago guy? Chicago guy. A Chicagoan has, has done it before. It's been mm-hmm. done before. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, I am... Um, Abe Lincoln. 
I oh, that's funny. it's actually funny that we were talking about Donald Glover because he was really like the person who I saw growing up and was like, oh wait, you can like do comedy and you don't have to be like the star of it. Do you know what I mean? Like, oh, yeah. Because when I found out about Thirty Rock and I was obsessed with Thirty course, Rock, yeah. and then I found yeah. out about like the writers from like reading Bossy Pants, mm-hmm. and then like, yep, yeah, yeah. I started learning more about Donald. I was like, oh, he was just like a writer on that, but he was also doing like acting. Yeah. But like before. I had always wanted to be a comedian, but like all the comedians were like, oh, Dave Chappelle or like yeah. Kevin Hart or like Tina, F- like people who were at this like unreachable level right. that sure. made it exactly. seem so unreal, like not a thing that you could do. Yeah. And Donald was really the first person that showed me like, oh no, this is a thing. Mm-hmm. There, it's like very viable, like there's jobs in this that mm-hmm. aren't necessarily like huge, but like you could for sure make a living. Right. So. Yeah. Um, For right now, I love writing. Like, Mm -hmm. love being in a writer's room. Um, That's like a super fun experience. Yeah. Just like you've got a good room right now. Yeah, it's amazing. Yeah, you've got good people. Yeah, it's so great, and everyone's like playing off of each other really well. And just the the feeling of having like a brain trust with so many different voices that are like on the same page, but like all contributing like their own unique Mm -hmm. inputs, really sort of kind of puts their voices in your head where it's like yeah. now on other bits that I'll be writing I'll be like oh but like how would this person approach right. it like maybe right. I could try to like incorporate sort of a different angle yeah. from this so uh, yeah right now I'm kind of just trying to like experience everything really mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. I I would like I have a pilot written um, would love to like produce that mm-hmm. uh, write for it ideally star in it yeah. but like I want that to be the most informed yes. like highest version of what I'm able to produce. Yeah. And that requires me knowing like the technical aspects of it. Yeah. And, like other things that I can't just like go in with like some bustle and album. Right. You know. See? And it also requires fucking time yes. and like years. I mean like we were talking before we went on and about Issa Ray and Insecure. So you watched the show obviously. Love you did it. you watch the I'm whole catching, show? I'm catching up. I'm catching okay. up. Okay. Oof, I wish that you were caught up because I mean you got you guys can t- I think I know some of the big things that happened. I just finished the second season and I thought like I did love the first season. I thought the second season was like something else. I thought it was like just like if if not a perfected version of the show because who's to say where it will go in season 3? It could be even better. Like a fucking home run. Mm-hmm. Um that season finale there's a scene between Lawrence and Issa which is just like so written so beautifully it was acted so, so beautifully. Great. Yeah. That was one of the most realistic breakup scenes I had seen on TV in a yeah. long time. Yeah. I was shook. It was, and it was, <laughs> it, was it was like, it, it, it doesn't allow you to think, well, we'll see what happens with them because that's not how things go. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It almost yeah. makes yeah. you, it almost makes you say, well, how is he going to be a character on the show anymore? Because this show, this is a show about her and like, she's closed a book on this. Like, it it's so so hard to accomplish that in a scene, yeah. but you know, directorially, in terms of the writing, in terms of the acting, it was like this beautiful goodbye, mm-hmm. and it was really well done. It, I think it was one of the best scenes I've seen on television, yeah. and I think that like along the way over the first two seasons, there's been the, there've been some scenes like in last week's episodes I talked about, and I want to know what you thought about this, the scene where Molly finds out that. Her boyfriend Langston Langston Kerman, yeah, had Jared, yeah, had been with a dude, yeah, in college, mm-hmm. and the, everyone was like, "Fuck that, he's gay, he's gay, he's gay." Yeah, yeah. What did you? What was your read on that? 
Um, for me, I was like, that reads pretty true. Really? Like, yeah, I know a lot of people who are like open mind, open Quote minded, yeah, yeah. heavy air quotes that will be like so down for that, but they're like, but not my man. Like, wow, yeah. okay, everyone yeah. can be like sexually open, experimental, but my man has to be heterosexual. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. like, I was like, unfortunately, that's just real. Like, yeah, and I yeah. thought like I was wondering if they were making a comment on like. Molly, the character, or this was just a thing that like women felt like this. Sure, no, yeah. I know a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That can be pretty. Oof, I actually know a couple that ended like that. In wow, college, where oh it was God. like, oh no, 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 no. Like you like the thing, you're gay. Like, oh yeah, it's rough. It's a real life thing. Yeah. If your boyfriend ever licked a puss, what would you do? Well. <sighs> He used kill to tell me, he, kill him. Kill him. I, I will embarrass him by saying he did used to tell me that he wasn't like a Kinsey Six gay. Like he like was like, what, a four like or that five? he was like sometimes attracted to women. Like sometimes he would come home and be like, I was attracted to a woman. <laughs> and I was like, what? I was like, and I, that makes me, that, so? that, that causes me to ask so many questions. Questions, because I'm like, because I would absolutely, and I love women. I can't even dream of having sex with a woman. Dream, yeah, and, but you're not a gold star gay. You've had sex with women. No, really, I have not. I am a gold what star. What about you? What about you? Gay. Yeah, I bet you're not. Mm, gold star is you haven't. Gold star is you haven't had sex with a woman. Oh no, I'm gold star. Okay, great. Wow. Yeah. And then you're platinum if you are a cesarean section, which means you've never gone through. Wait, oh my God, I am platinum. You're platinum. Wait, wait, wait. Next, describe what a platinum is. Platinum is like you like have never touched a vagina. Yeah, platinum. <laughs> wait, no, C-section. No, like no. What are you talking about, C-section? Like surgically, like just cesarean sectioned out. Like they did not pass through the va- the, the vagina. You know what I'm saying, right? Yeah, sure, sure, sure. So they have like you're a gay who has not even like whatever it is. I'm platinum. I've only no, ever felt not. a titty over a shirt. Did you, no, no, you're not platinum, Matt. Did Katrina? Were you born through a C-section? Oh no, I was born through the vaginal canal. So then you're a gold star. <laughs> then you're a gold star. But that's unfair. But she's, we have to she's celebrate. Gold. She's yeah. gold. She couldn't sell. We must celebrate ah. the platinum. Jabuki's platinum. There Wild. You go. But you. I bet <laughs> girls do try to hit on you all the time when they don't know. Still, yeah. And do you let them know? Um, no, no. What, what honestly, kind of, that's a stupid question. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's I'm not a stupid like, question. Let's just let it ride out, you know? <laughs> yeah. But then sometimes I am not afford enough, and then it's like, this has gone on too long. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then you got to, you know. Fuck them. Yeah. yeah. You got to have sex with them. Sometimes <laughs> I'm, I'll be Someone at work. Someone take my platinum star, please. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> I'll be Who at work, and I'll be like <laughs> doing my thing with the tables, and I'm like not, not gay. You know what I mean? Like I'm like you definitely can, gay. You can pass. Like, well, I guess because I will get so many phone numbers from women. That's right. And I'll be like, this is crazy to me because I definitely just left your table being like, sure thing. I what? feel like sometimes like saying sure uh, thing. Like I know some. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up, HPJ. <laughs> so gay. So gay. So gay. I feel like I know a couple straight guys that will definitely gay it up in service positions or just like because it works to their benefit. Yeah, mm. just because it works to their benefit. It's like non-threatening. You know, you said and it seems, straight guys. Yes. Damn it. So yeah. the straight guys, maybe if a girl's on a date with a guy, the guy can't think like this fucking server is trying to hit on my girlfriend. They can think, oh, know. this guy's gay. Or He's so, cool and getting a tip. Yeah. And sometimes it just like lowers women's defenses too. Sure. Yeah. It makes them feel. No, that's fair. That's fair. Yeah. yeah. I don't want I don't no know. straight guys gaying it that's up. That's what I'm saying. Right? Like at the I end of the like day, it. though, that that's mm. the thing. 
Be yourself. Just be yourself. That's I don't like it. It's don't appropriation. Co-opt. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> don't Man. co-opt. Don't co-opt sure thing. <laughs> I, I might as well be on a scooter at work. I say I say literal 1950s slang. Sure thing, you betcha. Whoopski do. You want vanilla phosphate? Classic, yeah. classic 50s. Shut up. I I am. Um, yeah, I guess that's. You know what? On the other side of that, I will gay it up when I am a customer, and it's like this. It's and usually it's like a female, you know, person behind the counter, like just a female behind the counter. And just to like break that tension, I'll just be like, thank you. I'll just be like, thanks. Thank you so much. Yeah. You know what? Just to like add some levity to that. Uh-huh. I don't know how. Because you that think means, you're going to be treated better? Because I think, I don't know. No, you know what? There's no function. That's just who I am. Fuck that. <laughs> fuck, fuck straight guys who gay it up in service jobs. That's yeah. that's bullshit. Or not necessarily <laughs> even service, but like I can see where it's like, oh no, like I see, I see what's going on. Yeah, I see, I see what's what's happening. Damn it, you know. Ugh. Well, well. Have you ever been in a service position? Um. Yes. What did you do? I was working at a pizza place for a couple months. Mm-hmm. Only a I couple months? Yeah, only a couple months. Literally in the middle of my shift, I was like preparing a pepperoni pizza and I just like put it down. I was like, honestly, this like is not for me. Ah! And <laughs> the manager was like, oh, do you want to like do cashier or like do you want to sweep or something? I'm like, no, as in like this job <laughs> is just not for me. So um, I'm going to go. Oh my God, how old were you? I was. 18. Ah, yeah. Yes. <laughs> that was my first real job. That's cool. That's, That's crazy. Great. I would never have the balls. And I, you know how many times I've wanted to do that? Thousands. <laughs> I've been in the service industry for 11 years. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. And then I also worked at Clark's Shoes. Oh, uh, wow. I could never do retail. Yeah. Never do retail. I could never commission? do shoes. Oof, my uh. God. Like, it was so vicious. It was ugly. Oh, my God. Oh, my yeah. God. Oh, my God. That's... I quit that one pretty bold, too. How did you do it? So I went in on a Mother's Day late as hell, like passive aggressively late. I was like 45 minutes late. And I had like asked for Mother's Day off and she was like, no, like I'm not gonna give it to you. So I come in late and then she was like, "Uh, Jabuki, you're late. And I was like, "Uh, yeah, (laughs) I know it's like 45 minutes. She was like, well, I'm gonna write you up. And I was like, I mean, you should do that. That is like the proper recourse for lateness. (laughs) And then she was like, I want you to clean the bathroom. And I was like, sure. <laughs> like, the bathroom at Clark's? Yeah, yeah, in the back. In the oh, back, the back yeah, in the yeah, back. yeah. And I was like, okay, cool. Like, that's a thing that we do at this job. And then she was like, I want you to clean it so good, your mother would eat off of it. Ew, fuck her. Yes. She's, a vi- she's vicious. Right? So then I wrote this long ass letter that was like, um, <laughs> I almost said her name. <laughs> I was like, uh, my boss said these things to me, and I understand that like this is a colloquial term, but this was fucked up for these reasons. Yeah, and then like I literally dissected the sentence and then like explained why everything was fucked up, and then called her racist. And then I was like, I'm I'm leaving. And I walked into work, and then I put the letter down on the counter, and I just turned around and walked right back out. Didn't say anything. Jabuki. I hope that she didn't read it and like throw it out. I hope someone is one of her superiors. No, she wasn't there that day. And I think, like, everyone low key kind of didn't like her. So I know that they were eating that shit up in the bag. I just dropped that. But good for you for calling that out, though. Like, that 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 racial element, because it is just, like, so fucking gross and loaded. And yeah, it was intense. But, like, but, like, that's, I mean, that's great. Like, I feel like there is, there, there are so many lessons in both of those anecdotes where it's like, I don't know, man. Like, if you fucking hate a job, just leave it. Have you ever been in a service position? Yeah. First job was serving ice cream at Ma- Maggie Moo's, which is like a 
more cartoony version of Coldstone. <laughs> did you sing for tips? Did not sing for tips, and people would constantly ask you to sing for tips. Like they would drop a, a, like a quarter in the, in the in the bucket, and I'd be like, and they'd be like, "Don't you sing?" And I'd be like, "No, sir." Even though I could have, could have fucking belted the house down. <laughs> no, sir. And then no, you sir. belt like Erica Badu. Exactly. <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, no, and it was awful. It was awful, and it was run by these like two Mormon lunatics. Oh my god! And those it, fucking freaks. Those freaks. Matt's Matt's looking at me. It's horrible. Like um, like a ta- like Terry Gross would. Yeah. If I were to. If Did you ever <laughs> feel like you were going to get carpal tunnel from scooping? Yeah, oh, I, no, I would. I would get, like, wrist shit. Yeah, I've heard of yeah. people breaking their wrists <laughs> scooping ice cream. That's real. It is real. It was all, It was bad. And, like, hated hated the smell of any kind of dairy for, like, a solid two years. Was just like, I can't be around. You didn't dairy. eat the ice cream while you were there? You, you would eat it all the time, but then you would, like, fucking hate yourself. Oh, because it was just like, and that's a rich ice cream it's too. Rich yeah, yeah, ice yeah. Cream. And it just the smell clung onto <laughs> you. See, I would say that <gasps> so I bad. wouldn't want to ruin ice cream for myself, so I wouldn't work in an ice cream place. But I have worked at a seafood rest, different seafood restaurants for years, and still would rather eat seafood every day. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, I can't get enough of the stuff. And that's another thing that I like has love the stuff. <laughs> there you go. That's I mean. I mean, but no, I'm, I'm like, I love this, the way that Jabuki has quit his jobs. How do you make the checks now? Um, he's writing. Honestly, he's yeah, writing, yeah. um, stand up here and there, and mm. my living situation is just very interesting. Oh, how so? so? Like, okay. I live in, uh, basically like a socialist co-op. Great. Wait, where? Brooklyn. Yeah, it's in Bedside. Okay, cool. It's off the Franklin AC. Mm-hmm. Great. Um, Stop. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, it's really cool. How many I, people? Eleven, great. Yeah. That's and a it's lot. like a full, um, like four-story brownstone. So there's like a decent amount of space, and it's like protected huh. by New York government and everything. So like the landlord really can't fuck with us. Wow. Do you yeah. ever feel like you have alone time? Um. Yeah. Yeah. Because I have my own room, so it's like I could always right. just retreat to that. Right. But in a way, not. Not in a way that, like, a lot of people I know who have, like, two, three roommates where it's like, oh, everyone's gone. Like, someone is always, always there. Yeah. 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 So it's never like you have the house to yourself, you know. Which I mean? is fine. Yeah. What are your – in what ways do, do you contribute? Like, 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 how does this work? Like, do you – Yeah. So um, basically a part of the rent is uh, utilities and groceries. Okay. So we, like, all go in on groceries. Great. And we have, like, bulk, like, quinoa, pasta, rice, like, all that stuff. It honestly is a great model. That's I actually think more great. people should replicate it because yeah. you save so much money. Yeah, I bet. And you, yeah. have f- you have food. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Um, so that's really cool. And, yeah, you, like, split up duties. Like, uh, like Sunday is, like, my day to, like, clean the kitchen or whatever because it's, like, high traffic as fuck. So, like... There are some trade-offs where it's like that's kind of a job, mm-hmm. but it ends up being worth it. No, and then like yeah, it just you 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 just save. So it just pays. Pay, it doesn't pay for itself, but you know what I mean. It's like yeah. so worthwhile. Yeah, um, it's, it's great. Yeah. Honestly, I would not have been able to stay in New York probably if I did not find a situation like that. Beautiful. Beautiful. So, How long have you been in New York now? I've been here a year and some. Yeah, oh. I moved here last July. Jabuki is one of those people who hits the ground fucking running, pounds <laughs> that pavement. And you <laughs> remember his name, fame. Live forever. Um, I was Chicago was before that, right? Yeah, that was and then all your life before that. Yeah, great. Oh my mm-hmm. god, see, like one Barack Obama. 
who became president. What na- what, what neighborhood did you grow up in? I grew up in Harvey. It's like a suburb on like the far south side of Chicago. Right. Uh, well, yeah. mm-hmm. But it's weird because the uh, Chicago culture of like the south side just kind of extends sort of into the suburbs just into, because yeah. of like uh, gentrification. S- same, like, goes yeah, the, yeah, same goes for the same goes for. Same goes for like stuff like above, like same same goes for North Side too. I'm whatever. I, I, I yeah, the North Side like, too. Yeah, it's like every, do you know Chicago? Not really. I pretend like I do. <laughs> you certainly well, do. It's, it's, you certainly do. I always tell people like if it made sense for me to move there, I would move there like that. I think people say that, but then no, but I, there's Jamuki leaving the Chicago. So yeah, are, oh my god, like heinous, horrible. Oh, there was one year, um, my freshman year of. College. The polar it vortex. Was, yes, it yeah. was. We went the week after. Literally yeah. negative fifty degrees. Outside. <laughs> yeah, no, 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 I'm no, no, not no, no, exaggerating. No, no. How could we, we went, live? We, we went. We went. We, we went the week after, like, and it was like it was like seven degrees, and we were like, "Oh my god, we're going to die!" <laughs> like we ran out of groceries. We had to go to Jewel, like two blocks away, and like it was so windy that my eyes were watering, but it was so cold that my eyelashes froze oh! together. And I had to rub my eyes to get my eye open. Oh, that's literally how no! Yeah. So you can't go outside at that point. You can't. Like you, there are like <laughs> three months out of the year that it's like fun to go outside in Chicago. Truly, but three it's months. so beautiful then. But it, it is really so great. nice. It is negative really five zero. No. Yes. Okay, with wind chill. With wind, of course. Yeah, yeah. But that is that's not for humans. <laughs> that is. Plutonic. Can you imagine, like, literally, if we were not like a civilized, like, like species, like, and that just decided to happen, like, oh, probably would... everyone would be dead. Yeah, I guess you can't like protect yourself. No, now. yeah. <laughs> that's oh my. You God. need slabs of concrete to separate you from that. Yeah, like, that's literally crazy. Oh my God. I'll never forget when we went the week after the polar vortex and. I would like skip into like a muffin store and like talk to the girl and be like, "I like it here. Do you like it here?" <laughs> and she'd be like, "No, you you are so fucking annoying. <laughs> you don't know what it's like. You were in here last week." And I was like, "Well, this muffin's cheaper than it would be in New York. I'll tell you that. And you're friendlier than the people there." She's like, "I want to kill myself." I was like, "Bye." I mean, fine, fair. I just I I romanticize the times that I am there. Because I've I've had fun, fun, fun. Like I've only I've never had like a a truly As like you romanticize what might have been if you lived in Chicago. Oh, I was like, what it's is that Hamilton. Hamilton? Yeah. Um I I uh yeah, no, I I did not get that at all. I've only <laughs> had like benders it. of nights in Chicago and not really here. Yeah. Oh, you can be such an alcoholic in Chicago. It's fun. Yeah, it's yeah, fun. Yeah. It's a lot of fun. Yeah. They sell alcohol. Everywhere. 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 You're just like in line at, the at CVS. <laughs> no, no. Shut up. I had to think about it though. I had to honestly think about it though. At the Burger like, King? No. Taco Bell. What? what? Yes. What do they sell? Margaritas. Oh. In Margaret oh, Park. The way they do at Chipotle. Sure, sure, sure. You ever get a Chipotle margarita? Chipotle does Marks. No. It's pretty good. I um, had it once. Yeah. It's okay. Chipotle? What? No, Chipotle does queso now. <gasps> Isn't that wild? What? Chipotle does queso. It's crazy. I had some and it wasn't. It was fine. Um, Qdoba, no. they're coming for you, sis. Come on, oh Qdoba, <laughs> Qdoba's yourself. coming. Uh, Qdoba. I don't think I've ever. No, I have been to Qdoba. Are there, there Qdobas out here? There used to be one on by NYU. I think there is the one. Oh, okay. Wait, did they turn that down? They, they threw it. Yeah, they threw it down. They. I said, did they turn it down? They closed it. Qdoba, it's not gonna work this time. You're turned turn down. down. <laughs> I was just gonna say, best gay club in the. World. Roscoe's? No, Scarlet? not Roscoe. Scarlet. Is that Scar- where we went? That's where we went, and it was the best night. We were there in Chicago, and it was cold. 
It's very cold. And Naomi Smalls came in after us, the drag queen. Yes. And it was Scarlet, and it was lit. <laughs> any any opinions on gay bars, on gay nightlife? I feel like Chicago has the, the best gay nightlife. I'm going to say it. Um, Honestly, I was never really into it when I was out there. Like, it's really... Kinsey 4. <laughs> no, <I'm> <laughs> <laughs> it's like, it's so aggressive, and it just was not for me. Okay, that's fair. Maybe, like, maybe I am. The Chicago gays are no joke. You know, I hooked up with a Lithuanian <laughs> guy who was 50 years old. <laughs> The story. Uh, we haven't told this story. I don't think we've ever told this story. Can we tell this? Okay. Yes, All please, right. please, okay. please. All right, so this was when Pop Roulette went to Chicago Sketch Fest, like, Sketch what, group. four years ago? This Three was, years ago? This was 2013, yeah. Okay, a long time ago now, like four years ago. And I really hadn't, like, gotten laid in a long time. And we all Went were kind of like, like let's, let's go out, let's We want to go out and, like, definitely, like, try to have sex. Mm. <laughs> so we, we performed. Went to Berlin. Went to Berlin. And... I wore like this like <laughs> three quarter sleeve like baseball shirt like really trying to asking twink it, it yeah. up. <laughs> I was asking for it hard like I was like really trying yeah, yeah, yeah. so I walk in and immediately this guy's like says in like a Russian accent like I can't do a Russian accent but he was like hi it's my birthday tonight and I'm gonna give you my business card when you leave call me and I'll have a car come pick you up and you'll come over nice. and we'll have a good time I can't believe you fell for that no, it wasn't him. Oh, it wasn't him. So I was like, I was feeling good. So I was like, okay, cool. And I like looked at my friends and I was like, I think this might really happen for me tonight. I don't know if I'll call this guy, but I'm going to keep my options open. <laughs> so then we start like fanning out, like dancing around. And uh, our friend Dave gets like carried away by someone. And you and John Sokolo were like dancing around. And we, and no one was, people were probably looking at John. People were, not, I was, I was loving it because no one was looking at me. You were not interested in the, in the meat? I was interested in the meat, but I was also like, oh, pressure's, I hate that I I just like, said pressure's that. off. Like, no, like, I'm not here for anything. Oh, they're so racist. So racist. So, so racist. I'm sure they are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Especially this place. It was yeah, sure. all white yeah, guys. Yeah. It was like all, full, it was like Eastern European oh, white guys. Oh, yeah, yeah, Berlin's yeah. like, for sure. Berlin's like pixie dream, like manic pixie dream girl gay bar. It's like the white, the, quir- the quirky white gays go. Well, I like <laughs> dressed the part and like was like trying it. So this, I feel like we're dancing and I just feel this one gonna come up behind me and I'm like, okay, cool. So we continue to dance and I, I look over to, to uh, Bowen and I go, Bowen, is he cute? Like I pointed, is he cute? I can't see him. Because uh, I <laughs> literally see him. Put it. We couldn't see him at all. You should say that I was right behind, I was next to Dave. Well, to Dave, John, John, John. Yeah, but Dave is like off with his guy. Dave's getting like dry humped in the corner. So uh-huh. like, and then me. he actually he was hooking up with a crazy guy who that guy tried to suck Dave's dick in the bar in and the Dave bar, was like yeah. absolutely not yeah, yeah 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 um but and that guy was like closeted and was like I have to do it here because I, I can't oh, go no. anywhere and he was like that's so no, sad but like boo-boo. no we got alleys <laughs> we got alleys in Chicago you, you do don't have do alleys do it in an alley so yeah. he was trying to do it in the club <laughs> but um I said to Bowen is he cute. And Bowen goes, yeah. Like, Mel is like, no, yeah. No, no, it was the opposite. No. John goes, yeah. Oh, wait, no. John goes, then, yeah, yeah, he's cute. And then I said, Bowen, is he cute? And Bowen goes, no. <laughs> no. Yeah. So at that point, oh, my God, this is such a fucking crazy story. Literally, if you're out there, like, the young gays never do this. Like, you could be dead. So I was. So he tells me, like, we, are go- we should go home now. I was like, <laughs> okay. <laughs> So we go outside and I like tell them I'm leaving. We go outside, the light hits him and I see he's like older. 
and which is, like, which is fine, which is fine, but it's not what I thought was happening. Yeah, yeah. I expected to turn around and I would see like some guy in his like you know thirties. I was like twenty three. Uh-huh. I was I I knew he was older, like, and I was excited about it, but he was like older, older. Um. So you get in a car with him. So we get in the car, <laughs> and I said, and he tells the driver his address, and I'm like, I'm like. Um, do you live really far away? And he goes, everywhere in Chicago is very far. <laughs> and I was like, that doesn't sound like it could be true. Uh-uh, no, everywhere in Chicago true. is far. Well, I think you asked him, so where do you live? I was like, so where do you live? And he, he, goes, goes, he goes, very far. I was like, like you live like in Chicago, right? He goes, well, everywhere in Chicago <laughs> is very far. And then I was like, um, how old are you? I just flat out asked, and he goes, how old do you think I am? Oh my god! And I was like, thirty-five. <laughs> he goes, I am forty-seven. I was like, okay, cool, cool, cool. Uh-huh. Um, again, fine. But then, um, you get oh to his place. What? No, what else did he say in the car? It was like so. I don't. <laughs> there was like more insanity, and he sure, sure. he he said that he was like a nurse. He cares for the elderly all day, and he never gets to like see anyone nice. my age. And I said, I said like, so were you there alone? And he goes, yes, that is where I go to find them. <laughs> that is, I, I said, oh, fi- I no. said, I said, find who? He said, boys like you. And we're in the car leaving Chicago. Like, we're driving well out of the city at this uh-huh. point. Like, and we were in that cab, Jabuki, Hello. for a half hour. Like, oh my God. we drove out. No, that's like Evanston. No, <laughs> no, we drove <laughs> out. No, Naperville. So, and I, I keep saying to myself, like, did I, do I ask this guy to pull over? Like, I'm starting to get, like, a little uncomfortable. Was this pre or post Uber? This was right as Uber was hitting. We okay. were definitely in a cab. Yeah. For sure. So we eventually like get to his like place. And again, mind you, this is like, it's so fucking cold. Everything is frozen over. Yeah. So he's like, I live over here. And then we're like, have to like essentially ice skate across this pond <laughs> to, get to, <laughs> to get to his apartment. And we get to his apartment. He opens the door. And I swear to God, we're like in like, I don't know where the fuck we are. Uh-huh. We get to his apartment, he opens the door, and I swear to you, it's an empty room with a Bowflex machine, a mat, and a dog. Like oh. a like a like a Doberman or something, like oh. sitting on the mat, like That's waiting. That's the most Eastern European thing. It was <laughs> so <And> serial killer. <laughs> it yeah. was so and I was like, oh my God. I was like, you know what, I need to use the restroom. It's Eastern European it I, is. I was like, I need to use the restroom. He goes, Okay, it's right over there. I'll be in the bedroom. And like I was like, Oh my god, okay. So I go, into, just the, looking I go the into the bathroom <laughs> and I'm like, I was like, I was like, I looked at myself in the mirror and I'm like, you literally could leave right now. Just walk out, walk back to the main road, like just wait for a taxi to come, stand there, wait, then you'll get in the cab. And you, I remembered John's address where we were staying. But I then I, for some reason, said to myself, like, you know what? No, like have an experience. Like he's a nice guy. <laughs> like this is fine. <laughs> Whatever, like yeah. it's all good. Like this is fine. Like you're 23 years old. Like he's a little older. He's a little weird. He's just foreign. He's not strange. He's, he's quirky. Not gonna, he's not gonna he's do quirky. anything. He's a quirky white guy at Berlin. So yeah. by himself. By himself. So I go back out. I, then I also realized I couldn't leave because I had taken my shoes off, oh. which was so stupid. <laughs> so I go back out and he's like fully naked on the bed. And it was, he was like, all right, come on, let's do this. And I was like, oh, my God. So I proceed to like get undressed. 
And before anything can happen, I just go, no, there's absolutely no way. So then I turn on this performance where I just say, like, I'm so sorry. I can't do this. I I just broke up with my boyfriend. And this is not true. <laughs> I, I'm just like, ha- start having this scene. And he says to me, uh, and I'm laying on the bed at this point, uh-huh. and I like don't have my clothes on. Uh-huh. So I go to get up, and he takes me and pushes me back on the bed. And I said, no. I was like, I, I, I looked at him, and I said, this is not happening. Uh-huh. So then he gets off, and he, he starts like cr- almost crying. He's like, I'm so lonely. He's like, I, 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 they, they always leave. All the boys that I bring back here, they always leave. And I was like, I'm so sorry. I wish I wasn't in such emotional turmoil, like, uh, getting dressed again. And I'm like, I'm so sorry. Like, uh, and I thought to myself, like, you're crazy. Like, you're hurting this guy's feeling. And then the other part of me was like, no, get the fuck yeah, out of here. Yeah, what the no, fuck no, are you no. doing? You should never have come. Uh-uh. I was like, imagine, like, hearing, like, my mother hearing this is how I went. Yeah. Yeah, so, that pushback on the bed. Well, I was with you. Yeah, story. That's Terrible. so scary. And, but the thing is, like, uh, I was in the worst place. I was like, oh, this is literally how people die. They yeah. go with single people that are like older by themselves, who literally said he goes there to find boys. Yeah. And I was like, no, I, I freaked out, and I was like, get me the fuck out of here. So, I get dressed and I go to leave, and I'm like, and the door was like like locked from the inside and I'm like can you open this he's like are you please stay please and I was like I'm not going to and the dog is looking at me like also begging me to stay (laughs) (laughs) and he just holds me at the door and I was like oh my god oh my god oh my god and he eventually lets me go that's when I realized it's like literally four in the morning in a part of like Illinois that I don't fucking know and we're so far away so and it's so cold so i walk out to the main road and i'm like what the fuck like i'm literally gonna wait for a taxi i seriously waited like 15 20 minutes like on the side of the road like by myself i had no other way because uber wasn't like really a thing yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. so finally a taxi comes and i jump in and also you know my phone was like on six percent yeah so we got in and i got them to take back take me back to the city yeah <laughs> and i got in and the doorman was like looking at me like what the fuck like it was like literally four in the morning and i, I was sleeping with bowen and i crawled into bed with bowen and i'll let you say this part. so we, we, we were sharing a sofa bed the night before and then this night when matt comes back he's wasted i'm basically coming out of a drunken stupor but i'm asleep uh-huh. but i wake up to him to his body over mine uh-huh with just a terrifyingly drunken grin, and he goes, a story like mine has never been told. I did not do the accent. I did not do the accent, but I did say the line for Memoirs of a Gay Show. Because a story like mine had never been told. (laughs) And it was, and then I screamed. He screamed and said, get the fuck off me. And I pushed him up. And, And then... Yes, I told the story the next morning and no one believed me. And that's it's so funny. It's, he it's also said a lot of really weird shit sure. that I can't remember, but oh my God. Thank you for indulging that story, Jabuki. Um, Jabuki, before we move on, <laughs> we want to ask you. Chicago's weird. Chicago's great. Yeah. Um, just, just say yes or no. Yeah. Still single? Yes. Damn it! Wow, check that out, guys. Well, I'm, just, I'm only single. asking because, it, because I'm following up on the L piece. And yeah, also yeah. looking... Um, no. but like you're I don't not. really have. There you go. I don't really have time. Also, really, just rethinking monogamy. 
get into this. Okay. Yeah. Wait, can you do you want to talk about this? Yeah, no, I just um don't think that it really works for me at this point in my life. Cool. And yeah, I don't think that it's something that you should try to force. There it is a it is such a conversation. Yeah. It's like, a whole thing. It's really such a whole thing. And I don't have the education or the knowledge to really speak on that. That's fine. And I'm such like in the beginning stages of Have like, you been in a relationship before? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And but, but and that's how he knows. Yeah, mm-hmm. and also try to do like the open thing, but it was so clear that I was like way more comfortable with that than sure. the other person was. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. It, it it's it's very hard. It's it's like it's a, it's like a whole other layer too in like the gay community because there's so many couples that are open, and you're mm-hmm. just like, gosh, that's it's it, and just because it works for them doesn't mean it works for you. But you do compare yourself to those couples Absolutely. all the time. Yeah. Totally. Wow. I mean, hey, listen, people. Uh, Jibuki is uh, available, but he's not exactly down for. Um, y- you know what? If you fell in love with Jibuki while listening to this, you need to fucking relax. <laughs> <laughs> you need to fucking relax because Jibuki, like all celebs, you don't know him. You don't know. You've him. only heard him speak for a little bit over an hour. You don't fucking know him, and also he's not that into maybe that kind of relationship right now. So everyone listening to this, fucking relax. Relax. Just get step off. Step off. <laughs> the title of this episode will be like, re- will be relax, step off. Relax, step off. Um, oh monogamy is dead. Okay. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, let's move Push on to, to I don't, edge. yeah, there you go. Let's move on to I don't think so, honey. This is the moment. I don't think so, honey, the length of the story I just told. I'm so sorry. I mean, was it, it really it long? It was a saga, but I loved it. Okay. The build up, the build up and the denouement, well, the build up all goes to you crouching over me and saying, uh, <laughs> quoting, <laughs> quoting a movie to me that was completely repulsive and that was it that's that that's like i was younger then and didn't understand i'm not saying it's like the movie itself was inappropriate it's just you whispering that in my ear at <laughs> are five you in saying the morning. that i'm a gross drunk you're such a gross drunk and it, it infuriates me i called <laughs> bowen one time when i didn't have uber on my phone and i said call me an uber and he his response was "Ugh, you're so drunk <laughs> and you know what i had to call him the uber from my phone and tell him Matt, like a friend. Matt, when you get into the car, you, you make sure you say my name, okay? And he was like, what? Why? And <laughs> like a friend, yes. But, um, You know, I, I haven't had to put Matt through that scenario. Let's just you say that. You would see me die on the street. No, no, Matt. I, Very you soon. You know for a fact that I wouldn't let that happen. But I can't, I don't know if I can say the same about I, no, reverse. Colton, you wouldn't let that happen, but Bone would give you shit about it. There you go. Sure. Yeah, and you know time. what? Maybe I'd rather die. <laughs> Maybe I'd rather be dead. I didn't dead. let you die is the thing, you idiot. Oh That's what's God. important. There I was go. in Red Hook at 1 in the morning. I don't know. I don't know, man. Just And I told you, I said, Matt, download Uber on your phone. At the time, Uber was not you problematic. You know my phone's not good. No, come on. <laughs> Matt famously. Matt, Matt, um, yeah. Thought his computer couldn't make PDFs. Um, <laughs> oh all right. So this is, I don't think so, honey. This is our one minute. I was going to say screed, and I just learned today, screed actually means long, boring speech, which is not, people in the press have described, I don't think so, honey, as a screed, and it's not. Yeah, shockingly, really? um, <laughs> we've been using vocabulary words wrong, yeah. which for Bowen is, Bowen is very off-brand, and for me is like pretty par for the course. There you go. <laughs> oh. But um, it is not a screed. It is the total opposite. It's a short, concentrated Fiery, passionate parcel Which is of what screed should mean. That's what right? it sounds like. It sounds like, like a yeah. screed. Like it's like an aggressive yes. word. Right. Yeah. And I was shocked at like it's like nonplussed. It's like it does it doesn't mean what you think it means. Mm. So um we can get into that. I'm so nonplussed right now. No. 
I know. I'm nonplussed right now. You're angry. Yes, yeah. I'm nonplussed Wait, that we haven't oh, started so that means this yet. Angry. Yeah. But people use it all the time. Like, oh yeah, she, like she didn't care. She was nonplussed. It's like, no, that's not the right word. Yeah. Um. Anyway, but mm-hmm. it might it might be one of those things. Like literally. Like, so if I'm plussed, then I'm, then you're like I'm chill. chill. Yeah. Okay. There you go. You're I'm so plussed. Right <laughs> now. All right. Let's do. I don't think so, honey. The Bowen Yang. Are you gonna go first? I'll go first. All right. This is Bowen Yang's I Don't Think So Honey, and his time starts now. I Don't Think So Honey wine bars that don't have Pinot Grigio. What the fuck are you doing? I was just at a wine bar earlier today, and I asked, can I have a Pinot Grigio or like a a buttery Chardonnay, Um, but I would prefer the Pinot Grigio. And this man had the nerve to tell me we don't have Pinot Grigio. And I, I... I had I I took everything I mean to say to not say to him. You're a wine bar. How dare you? I don't oh. think so, honey. You better fulfill your promise as a wine bar to include every type of white wine. Thirty seconds. And I don't think so, honey. These places, the the atmosphere, honey. I don't know. I don't know, honey. The atmosphere at most wine bars is mm. bullshit. And I can emulate this experience at home. And I don't think so, honey. These places that charge me twelve dollars twelve dollars for a glass of shitty Fifteen Pino seconds. For shitty, I'm sorry, Sauvignon Blanc. Because that's what I had. You know what? <gasps> This is still very fresh in my memory, so I don't have too much. I don't have enough distance to really comment on this, but I just know that I'm mad. I have Five rage. Seconds. I have fury, and I don't think so, honey. Wine bars that don't have Pinot Grigio. That's one minute. It's a shame that four of those seconds were were apologetic. Were apologetic. No, but no. you know what? Um, I'm just being really upfront emotionally with how I feel about this. I, I think, think that's that important. it is a shame that that wine bar didn't have Pinot Grigio. Ridiculous! Ridiculous! Despite that's me, kind of out of control. It's honestly. crazy. Yeah. No, it's, yeah. that's actually crazy. That's such a staple. It's, it's it's the, the dry white. Yeah. Dry white. I do prefer Sauvignon Blanc. I, I had a great Sauvignon Blanc there, but like they, if they have Pinot, if they have Pinot Noir, then you might as well have Pinot Grigio. If you have the black, you might as well, might as well have the gray. I mean, Noir Grigio. Anyway. Of course, of course. Um, okay, of course, we all knew that. We all knew this. Okay, mm-hmm. so this is Matt Rogers. I don't think yeah, so, honey. Yeah, yeah, it is. Okay, it is. It this is, is his time, and it starts right now. I don't think so, honey. Dunkin' Donuts, because now. If I want to order the sausage, egg, and cheese croissant, it doesn't necessarily come Ugh. with the hash browns. Okay. I don't think so, honey, Dunkin' Donuts. I, there's no meal option for this anymore. I went the other oh. day, <laughs> and I said, uh, excuse me, honey, can I get the sausage, egg, and cheese meal? And they said that we don't do that. I was like, excuse me, honey? I don't think so, honey. Mm. I want the hash browns. He said, you'll have to order it separately. I said, I don't think so, honey. 30 seconds. Of course I did, because I wanted the hash browns. But the thing is, why should I have to? I don't understand, honey. And then also I have to order my coffee separate? Excuse me. Also, I don't think so, honey, Dunkin' Donuts. You load that shit up with sugar. Yeah, 15 When I order a coffee, ice, light, and sweet, don't give me... These mounds of sugar, honey. And milk. It, and, and too much milk. It feels like I'm in that tiger in Aladdin that collapses. It's so much sand and sugar in that glass. I don't think so, honey. And that's one minute. He feels like the tiger in Aladdin. So much sand and Did sugar. Did you get in what I was glass. meaning by when I said that? <laughs> like, you are, you are the Cave of Wonders tiger, or. Like, you when feel- I drink. A coffee. It's like iced. you're consuming the Cave of Wonders tiger. Yeah, it's sand. like what would happen <laughs> if you were in the Cave of Wonders, which I just found is what it's called. Ike was calling it the Sand Tiger. Okay. <laughs> if you were in the Sand Tiger and a collapse, your mouth would surely fill with sand, which is what I feel happens when I take even one sip of an iced coffee, light and sweet from Dunkin' Donuts. My mouth fills with per- proverbial sand, a.k.a. 
sugar, and it's too much for me. Sugar, also so known as proverbial sand. Um, okay, this is Jabuki Young Whites. We're very persecuted on today's episode. <laughs> okay, this is Jabuki Young Whites. I don't think so, honey. Are you ready, Jabuki? I'm ready. Okay, and I think he gave us a little hint about what it was yeah. before we went on air. I think he did. I'm very I excited did, for yeah. this. This is Jabuki Young Whites. I don't think so, honey. Time starts now. I don't think so, honey. Tater tots. I mean, okay? I don't know. Wow. Y'all want to be French fries literally oh! so bad, <laughs> but you are not French fries and you will never be French fries. Your legacy will never compare to French fries. You will always be a side dish in kids' meals, oh! bitch. No matter how artisanal you get, I don't think so, honey. I don't care if you put a little garlic aioli on the side, honey. Uh! I don't think so, all right? <laughs> I will always choose some steak fries over you, some 30 curly seconds. fries over oh, you, oh. Some, uh, some shoestring fries Ooh. over you. Okay, I don't know. I don't think so, honey tater tots. Uh, you're never cooked all the way through. Uh. Your inside is flavorless. Oh. I don't think so, honey. I want golden brown flaky ah! fries and ah! not that soggy tater tot bullshit oh! i don't think so honey tater tot uh, oh my god you're nasty Five seconds. you're wrong you're a food gastro abomination oh that's oh, a one so, minute wow <laughs> and you know what else about hair tots <sighs> they fall apart yes that's by design fuck you no uh-uh I said, Mm-mm. fuck you, Bowen. I'm not with it. I'm not with I it. I want my food to be whole. I'm yes. with Jabuki. I don't know about shoestring fries, to be honest. Are you? Would you take shoestring fries over steak fries? Oh, no. There you go. Steak over shoestring. Shoestring, yeah. over, shoestring are the worst variety They're at the fries. bottom, but they're still above tater tots. Wow. Wow. Tater tots I... are garbage. How do you feel they're about trash. hash browns? Gross. What the fuck? Okay, okay. Hash amazing, browns, as nice, in like, as in the little like today. oval hash browns, or are you talking about like hashed browns? Like, okay, like hash browns. Like I think we can all agree on hash browns. Like like pan, like frying pan coat hash browns are delicious. Oh, those right. are amazing. But they're two different kinds. You're talking yeah. about like McDonald's. I'm talking about McDonald's hash Th- browns. Those are disgusting. What? They're my favorite. They're my favorite uh-uh. food. Mm-mm. You are. Mm-mm. You alone. deny culture. No, no, no. I don't know about that. They leave this really gross taste in your mouth. Like, what was this? You said you were in this argument with someone else about tater tots today. What, yes. what were they saying? Okay, I dropped it, and the room looked at me like I was crazy. Because I kind of am, cl- am inclined <laughs> to believe you are. I, wow. Yeah, like they were all just saying that I hadn't had the right tater tot. You Fuck know? them. It was a little parallel to homophobia, honestly. <laughs> oh it my god, the room was homophobic. Uh, you hear, hear that, Dylan Marin? <laughs> I I want to say you have. Have you been to Criff Dogs? No. Had, uh, try the tater tots at Criff Dogs, Jabuki. Honestly, everyone says that. I tried some tater tots today. It was all right. Yeah. Oh, god. I had cool. hash browns <laughs> today, and I wanted to bottom for them. <laughs> Bottom out for browns, for hash browns. Uh, but there's nothing like your McDonald's hash browns. Oh. And there's nothing like them good, good McDonald's fries when they're nice and salty, bitch. Okay. Is that your sponsor? Our sponsor today <laughs> Could is Could you imagine if McDonald's. we got McDonald's money? <laughs> I want McDonald's money for this podcast. Hook it up, HPJ. Right Thanks. Yeah. Oh, wow. Oh, Those wow. Were, that, was, that was great. That was, uh, and you know what? I will say, Matt and I, came today with um some retail based I don't think so honey some institutional based I don't think so yeah. right like I was you have of, to attack big big food but I think you punch up punch up punch up but Jabuki punched way way up because Jabuki took on a whole food type which you know pervades everything yeah but who mm. do you think has more money tater tots or Dunkin Donuts I think Orida has so much money <laughs> 
Orida has big potato. <laughs> big potato has everything. Um, oh, <laughs> big potato. Big potato. Wait, maybe the episode's called Big Potato. Big I potato. love it. Oh, big potato. That's oh, so that's cute. cute. That's a cute one. That's, that's a adorable. cute one. <gasps> Jabuki's adorable. Jabuki's single. Yeah, but everyone relax. Relax. Everyone relax. <laughs> relax, chill. Chill, relax, chill, chill. Jabuki, thanks so much for coming and taking this pod. This was very fun. Was we very had a very fun. good time. Check out Jabuki on Twitter. Jabuki, where can people follow you? Uh, at Jabuki. There you go. At like Jabuki. Every plot. And imagine just getting your first name. Oh. Imagine if I was at Matt. You imagine? I can't. I can't imagine. That is. It's been amazing for branding, honestly. Oh, there you yeah, go. I would, I would fully believe. Francesca Ramsey has this. Like fun little like like branding like thing that I read. What? And she was like, keep your handles the same across all platforms. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Which is brilliant. Brilliant. She That's has like Francesca.com. What? See? Really? So so wow. com? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good. I bought it. There Got you it. go. Good. Get it unlocked. Good, 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 good. Get it unlocked. I spent three million dollars on Matt.com. <laughs> <laughs> Congrats. That's huge. Thank you. Good Thank for you so much. Well, I guess we're off to the world, aren't we? To see it, <laughs> conquer it, perhaps. <laughs> I'm Bowen Yang. I'm someone that you will never truly know. No go. matter how big I get, mm. no matter what interviews you see me do, you will mm. never truly know me. And also, mm. don't presume to know me. Mm. And our mm. guest has been someone who has changed the zeitgeist in the 21st century more than anybody. Jabuki Youngway. Yes. Wow. That's okay. Me. Bye, guys. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening. And please remember to get your tickets to either or both of our shows coming up in November. Coach War as part of New York Comedy Festival on November 7th. Or I Don't Think So Honey Live as part of the Brooklyn Podcast Festival at the Bell House on November 18th. Thank you. Forever Dog. This has been a Forever Dog production. Executive produced by Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. For more original podcasts, please visit foreverdogpodcasts.com and subscribe to our shows on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Keep up with the latest Forever Dog news by following us on Twitter and Instagram, at Forever Dog Team, and liking our page on Facebook. There's a new sparkling water beverage from the makers of Bubbly, Bubbly Burst. It's bursting with fruit flavor, no added sugar, and all smiles. Bubbly comes in a variety of six fun flavors that taste incredible. And with no added sugar and low calories, there's a lot to smile about. I don't know about you, Matt, but it's my perfect beverage for catching up on my favorite shows with. Yes, Lil Bowen. Bubbly Burst has antioxidant and immune support, keeping me feeling great all day long. You deserve that. Try new bubbly bursts. You know that I feel like it's really important to express yourself. I know that about you. You got to put your true self out there, okay? And those classic Crocs, clogs, and sandals let you do just that. Between the rainbow of colors and the gibbets charms, you can create a unique look. And I mean, literally, no one else will have shoes exactly like yours. Hey, you know, it doesn't get more comfortable than Crocs, clogs, and sandals. They're just the perfect blend of comfort. And creativity. Visit crocs.com to explore the latest styles and gibbets charms. When the music of Celine Dion makes sweet Canadian love with the Oscar-winning film Titanic, you get Titanique, a campy, unhinged, chaotic night out. Find out what really happened to Jack and Rose on that fateful night from Celine Dion's totally real and historically accurate 
perspective. Some say Titanic is the best gay nightclub in the city, and those people are me and me. So set sail with this cookie crazy off Broadway hit and get tickets today at TitanicMusical.com. Get tickets today at TitanicMusical.com. Canva presentations might be the most visually impressive presentations you'll ever use. Start with a stunning template, use it as a springboard for your design, add images, graphics, charts, and data visualizations from the massive media library. It's easy to wow any audience with Canva presentations. Canva presentations are perfect for any deck you want to design for work. Sales decks, marketing presentations, onboarding plans, you name it. Any department can nail their presentation with Canva presentations. Perfect, record, and share a talking presentation for people to watch on their own time. You'll appear in a video as a talking head on the slide, and it's the perfect solution if you can't be present in person or if time zones are tricky. Nail your next work presentation with Canva presentations at canva.com, designed for work.